When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I took her out. It was a Friday night. I walk alone to get the feeling right. We started making out, and I took off my pants. And then I turned on the TV. I don't and that's know. about the time she walked away from me. Papa the papa they pulled the twenty-three. What is wrong with me? My friends say I should act my age. What's my age again? What's my age again? Who sings that? Blink one eighty two. Okay, see I don't see I know <laughs> these songs because they're hits, but I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm seeing you a song now. Uh you know everything. I can't do this. I'm getting nervous. I got nervous. <laughs> I really got nervous there. Uh, David's going to sing a Korean pop song hit, and it goes like this. Tim, 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 let me tell you something. What do you got for me, Jack? Oh, oh. <laughs> Whoa, it, it skidded out something. Oh, wow. That was actually a lot louder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Jeez, Christ. I got uh, breakfast burritos from this place called Bread and Breakfast okay. out in Burbank. Great raving reviews. People talk about this green sauce. Ooh. Uh, but it's like a Armenian-influenced burrito spot. But this one right here, which has their asada in it, I got it cheese-crusted because <gasps> I know you hate cheese, but look at this. Oh, my. I'll take a little nibble. So we're going to start with this burrito first. Okay. And look. It's perforated so you can share. Wow. I mean, you just all you did was rip a box in half. It's not that special. No, it has perforations, though. So Does it, it though? Easier. Does it? Or did you just rip it? Tim, if you don't <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you idiot. <laughs> Tell your wife you're drunk again. Jeez, are your hands, are your hands clean? Yes, oh they are God. clean. Oh, my God. Okay? Oh, my God. They're so damn clean. Oh, my God. Are your hands clean? Tim, you literally bit me the other day. <laughs> I don't want to hear anything about cats. My clean. mouth is clean. Well... I love me a breakfast burrito. Not a single thing on earth when it comes to breakfast that I enjoy more than a breakfast burrito. Really? Yes. And I got to tell you. You don't like a, a hand job during while you're eating your omelet? You've never had a hand job omelet, dude? <laughs> <laughs> and this one is like some Armenian meat. Armenian. Yes. Here's the other one, Tim. <laughs> What's this? I don't know. It's like some Armenian meat. Oh, it's God. Like, it's, it's, I can't even pronounce it. It's called like sukulak or something like that. Oh, sukulaki. Sukulaki. Word. Well, I'm going to take a bite of this first situation with the cheese crust because, you know, I haven't had cheese in like, uh, I've been off cheese, so. <laughs> I haven't had a cheese because I've been off the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Let's take a little bite here. It's supposed to be like one of the best breakfast burritos. Wow. Mmm. The sauce. Mmm. It's definitely the sauce that makes it fire. Wow. That's mm. really good. Wow. Mmm. I like the freshness, the herbiness of the sauce mm -hmm. popping. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mmm. Oh. oh, yeah, brother. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Real cheese. Wow. Real cheese is just... Real cheese is just... Uh, oh, man. Real cheese is amazing, man. <laughs> when Burrito Spot started doing that, because... You know, essentially what they're creating is like you'll see um, <clears throat> people do it with like Parmesan. We'll make like a Parmesan twill where all the moisture evaporates and it just gets super nice and crunchy and crispy from the fat and the cheese. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord, that's really good. Mm -hmm. Man, it's been so long since I've had a real and I know I make this joke all the time, but since I had a real like breakfast burrito with some cheese, when I'm at home, I will make breakfast burritos for Chia. And I'll put like real cheese on hers, you know what I'm saying? I'll like get the tortilla nice and warm and I'll throw a little cheese on there. And then I'll make one for myself with vegan cheese. And I'm like, ugh. Cause sometimes I'll just open her cheese and I'll get a whiff of that real shit. And I'm like, God. I it hits different, this. dude. It, it 100% hits different. I'll tell you this, man. Uh, since I've, since the holidays and just hanging out with, you know, the Asian parents and stuff, mm -hmm. they force fed me so much fucking food. It's unreal. Um, <laughs> uh, Mm. I was like, is that crazy? Mm -hmm. okay, I gotta try this shit. Oh, delicious. Wow, that's really good. What's this place called again? Bread and Breakfast. Yes, Bread <laughs> and Breakfast or Butter or something like that. Wow, that's so good. Oh, this, this is nice. Mm -hmm. wow. It's like their version of chorizo. Yeah. Oh, very. Is that what Sutlaki is? It's like some, I don't, I, I don't know how to, Pronounce it. That's why I didn't want to butcher it. But um, it's like a dried, um, it's like a dried jerky beef or something like that. Um, hold on, I don't even know how to spell it, but I'm gonna fake it and then wait. Put for dried Ar Armenian beef. Um, souvlaki. Souvlaki is a popular Greek fast food consisting of small pieces of meat and sometimes vegetables grilled on a skewer. Okay. Wow. Bomb. Very, okay. Very delicious. Wow. Bomb. Okay. You were saying, you were with your parents, cooking you a bunch of food. Well, force feeding me a bunch of shit. Even when I told them I didn't want to eat. <laughs> and I was, every day that I was there, I was full. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't a moment I was allowed to be hungry. Oh, and beautiful. Love. That's love. It was like that in November. It was like that in December. And I was managing it pretty well until December hit. And then, you know, people started visiting from Korea. Mm. And you're just taking them to every fucking food spot. And when you're going out to eat every day, you are going to gain weight. Mm -hmm. You don't know how many calories are in this stuff. Um, and they cooked it, creams and butters and all that shit. You're just, they're drinking too. And that adds calories. Then you get dessert with them after. And they, you're basically eating so much. Yeah, yeah. I gained, in two months, I gained an easy 12 pounds, mm. which is fucking sad because <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. To lose 12 pounds, but to gain it, it's so easy. Yeah. It's so fucking easy. I know. It's like it's like a curse from God. Yeah, so I was like up to like 215. Mm -hmm. and then God I damn, yuck! All right. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to lead into another conversation <laughs> where you will feel bad about that. But I, okay, excuse me, I'm going to eat this burrito real quick. <laughs> You didn't have to say it like that at all. <laughs> 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 oh, 
<laughs> well, you were saying? No, I'm, I'm done. You were at that ungodly. Shut night. up! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you started eating, and like I didn't feel like I gained weight. I didn't think I gained that much weight. But then you feel a certain way when you eat bad food, right? Mm. So it's not so much the weight gain part. It's like. I just feel gross. Feel sluggish. You feel like, uh, yeah, gross. You just don't. You don't feel you, your energy's gone. Yep, yeah. just super uncomfortable. And then I was like, damn, two fifteen. I was like, literally, like two hundred pounds at the before November. Mm. And then because I was on my, you know, working out and whatever, whatnot. Then it got cold. Mm. It's just oh, so hard to work out when it's fuck. I don't know how the fuck you guys do it when it's freezing outside, and I, then you go right into a workout. I don't know how people that aren't in LA. Do anything. Because, <laughs> bruh, the way it was cold in L.A. was like, it just made me not want to even, like, get out of bed, dog. It was so, that's what I'm saying. Like, people who live in Seattle and Portland, I understand why you guys are killing yourselves out there. Because <laughs> the suicide rate's high. Because it's just dark and gloomy. Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't want to do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I, uh, move out of there and yeah, get out of there for your own good. I, uh, people will see people in LA, you know, rocking like big ass coats or something like that, or like puffy jackets. And they're like, y'all don't, y'all are in LA. Why are you wearing jackets? Cause it looks good. There's that. But also, okay, like I, I make the joke all the time that as soon as it hits under 70 out here in LA, I break out my fucking winter coat with the fur and shit like that. And yeah, it's a joke, but also it's kind of facts, man. Like LA cold kind of hits a little different, bro. Like I had a homegirl from New York who was like, I used to make fun of LA people for getting all layered up when it got chilly out here. But she's like, yo, LA cold is different than New York cold. Like maybe because we're surrounded by mountains. So everything's kind of just trapped in or something. I don't know how that affects anything, but bruh, look. I'll put it to you like this. She is from fucking Canada, dog. 30 below where she's from sometimes. And she'd be out here like, oh, no, I'm going to layer up as well. You know, you would think she'd be out here running around in a fucking bikini when it drops at 60 out here. But no, 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 no. She, she just is, sleeps in the oven, dude. She does. She has a heated bed that she turns on. And I am so acclimated to her temperature now that I will turn my shit even hotter than hers, dog. Let me tell you something. <laughs> We're on Florida. It's already hot as shit in Florida, yeah. right? I go into their room to drop something <laughs> off. My glasses fog up. It's so fucking hot in that room. Mm -hmm. How do you sleep in that? Um, when you go into a hotel room, where do you put the thermostat at? Me? Mm -hmm. Like 68. I'm 73. Mm -mm. 72, 73. That's crazy. Yeah. That's not possible. I used to be a 69 guy. Um, oh, yeah, you bet you were. Of course. Um, but now, ever since my days with my lovely wife, my shit's on 72 at least. You know why? It's because your wife's from hell. She enjoys the heat. I mean, look, you. I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, now I'm I'm completely, I'm a changed man. Now I'll walk into a room where she's in. I'm like, God, hey, it's, cold, it's cold. It's cold in here. Mm -hmm. It's cranky shit, man. Oh, how was your heat build? How was your fucking gas bill, dog? Bruh. Whoa. Like, first of all, because I'm still, I still have poor people PTSD, mm. I don't even use a heater like that, right? Oh, really? Okay. But, bro, even the few times that I did, crazy. It's like three times the normal price that a normal, I was like, why is this like 500 fucking dollars? Yes, dog. I was shocked. I was going to say my shit was $500. It was $500, bro. I'm like, dog, listen to me. I'm not poor. Yeah. But 
I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's 500 <laughs> fucking dollars. That's ridiculous, that's right? That's groceries. That's everything. Man, I um, I saw that bill. And I, apparently they had sent out a warning like last month. Like, oh, like, whoa, thanks a lot. Like, and plus also who reads their fucking emails from their gas company? You know what I'm saying? So like I saw the bill. I was like, $500. I was like, oh my God, are, is there a leak? Are we going to die? Like yeah. I literally thought our like our stove was leaking and we'd been inhaling just gas toxins, right? And then I went online and tweeted. I'm like, is anyone else gas bill crazy? And everyone was like, yes, I paid 60 this year, this month. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to complain. Well, I am going to complain because fuck, dog. You know, we just, we have our shit just running all the time because like she's cold, Pregnant. I'm cold. Pregnant, um, babies in the house. Babies in the house. So the shit was fucking $500. I was like, what the fuck? 60 bucks, I wish. Uh, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It was fucking nuts, man. Yeah, and, and I, and, and then it was, it was even, it was on the news. It was that much of an issue. Yeah, people just dying out in the cold today, dude. Uh, what the fuck we were talking about before? Mm, right. So I gained this weight. Oh, right. Um, you know, being a big guy my whole life, mm. I don't think my weight ever really, like, fucked up with my mental a lot, mm -hmm. you know? But being healthy, if you don't know what it's like to feel healthy, you don't know what you're missing out on, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So because I wasn't healthy for a fat majority of my life. I don't know what I was missing out. Now that I got healthier, when I get bigger, I feel like shit, which I don't like, yeah, you yeah. know? And I was like, oh, this is like fucking up with my self-esteem a little bit. Mm. And it's never happened like that before. I've never, ever looked at myself and was like, <laughs> yuck, you know? Yeah, because you've seen the light now, David, so. I've never, right? And by light, I mean your cheekbones. <laughs> this guy's on one today, huh? And by light, I mean your penis when you're looking down. <laughs> and by light, I mean your feet when you look down. <laughs> but yeah. Let me process that for a second. <laughs> no, but I was big boy. I, I, I look at some of these older photos and I don't even know who that person is. It's it's pretty crazy, dog. Well, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a completely different person, you know? It really is. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was like thinking, about, I was like, dude, my, the way I look and feel right now is fucking with my self-esteem. And I've never felt that before. Mm. It's a very weird feeling. And now I understand what other people go through. And poor sweet Mariel has loved you in the darkest of times. Hey, let me tell you something, all right? That is a good soul. I can't leave her. <laughs> she has loved me for every bit of me. She's had so many different boyfriends. Here's what's funny is like me and Chia always make the joke of like, because I, you know, there was a while where she was kind of really on a health kick and she was getting pretty like thin. And I always tell her, I'm like, baby, do not get too thin because I like your soft booty. Mm -hmm. I don't want you getting super skinny. Um, and she's like, and on the flip side, she's like, all right, you don't gain too much weight. She's like, I want, I like the, you the way you are too, you know? So I'm always like, okay, if you promise not to lose too much weight, I will promise not to gain too much weight. Do you think at a, in a couple, right, and it's okay to ask your partner to look a certain way? <sighs> I mean, that's tough. Right? This uh, is a very interesting conversation. Yeah. I mean, I think, it, you know, it all depends on the couple. Um, like, and it depends on the person. Um, I'm a very confident person but of course you know everybody gets insecure about things uh for me if chia 
thought I was gaining weight. And she was like, babe, you should probably start working out. I would be like, for real? Okay. I wouldn't be like, you, how dare you? Yeah. Right? Um, and when I was like, should I shave my head again? Because I was kind of in the mood to shave my head. She was like, she's like, I don't know, babe. I don't know if it would look good on you right now. Like, your head's too fat. <laughs> she's like, I don't know if that would look good right at this at this point. She could have just said it that, said that, <laughs> and then and just ended it right there. She goes, I don't know, babe. If you did that, um, you'd be fucking ugly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so for me, I can see where you get it from. <laughs> now it's a family trait. <laughs> so I think it depends, but she knows I can handle that type of shit. You know, yeah, she yeah. knows I'm going to laugh. She says my head's fat. I'm going to be like, God, all right, all right, well, damn, all right. Um, and, and she also knows that if I want to shave my fucking head, I'm going to shave my fucking head, right? Yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah, so. When Mariel, uh, like I took off my shirt and I was going to go shower and then she went, oh, and I was like, what's up? And she was like, oh, your, your body's kind of like. Whoop. <laughs> that shit. That shit fuck with me, dude. Oh my God. It's not like she's wrong, right? Because yeah, yeah, when yeah. you gain 15 pounds, it's a fat difference, right? <laughs> and so when she went, oh, it's no words for it. She went, whoop. I'm like, oh my God. Well, I'm, you're dating a cartoon animator. What do you, what do you think's going to happen? I'm like, I'm hideous. <laughs> I'm, I'm hideous. She's like, babe, your body's like, whoop. And my horniness went, <laughs> And when you walk, it goes, <laughs> and then when you come in the room, I want to go, <laughs> and run out. <laughs> I'm like, can we just use words at this house, please? <laughs> but, because uh, I already, it's not like what she said, I didn't already feel or know. Yeah. It's just like, oh, when she said it, I'm like, oh, I really do have to work out. Not because of how I look, it's just more like what she said affirmed how I felt. Like, just lethargic, <laughs> tired, like the acid reflux again, which I didn't, haven't had in years. Mm. I'm like, oh, God. You know what I've been kind of getting? Um, my, like, heart has just been kind of hurting. <laughs> Dog, that's serious. Like, just, what do you mean? I don't just rent. I mean, and I've had this before in the past. I never really knew what it was. It comes and it goes. Um, it's just like a random little, like not intense, but like a little sharp pain. Like a weird palpitation. On the left side. It's not like a palpitation because it doesn't, it's not like, a, oh, my heart's beating fast. It hurts. It's like a random little sharp pain on the left side of my chest. And it's not a muscle pain. I want you to throw away those burritos right now. <laughs> Have you ever went to the doctor for that? I've brought it up and they can never really, you know, nothing has been found. Like my, when I, when I do checkups, like they always say I'm pretty healthy. So it's like, you know, you okay over there? I had this thing, like I, I saw a mole the other day. Yeah. Where I thought it was cancerous. <laughs> and then, cause it looked like two moles next to each other, which is a sign of like early stage melanoma. Oh, okay. I was freaking the fuck out. And then it was just a pimple. <laughs> That's all. <coughs> when I was going to college, and I was kind of like, you know, being a little promiscuous or whatever. I started getting um, a pain in my right testicle. And I thought, oh, my God, I hope I don't have an STD, right? Um, but it was just, it was literally just, um, the doctor was like, oh, sometimes you can get a little bacteria in your right testicle tube. And it can cause a little bit of pain. She's like, I'll just give you some meds and, and you'll be fine. But I remember being in college <clears throat> and just freaking out about different the smallest things thinking I'm like, oh my God, uh, do I have an STD? Like, 
specifically one time I went in for a checkup and the beautiful thing about Cal State Long Beach is when you go in there when you're a student there they give you like basically free healthcare to you know the, you have really good healthcare when you're in college yeah so yeah. I went in just to get randomly checked for like I had like a bump and you know when you're paranoid about something you're googling you're on fucking um, med what, whatever medical website WebMD WebMD and you're just googling different you know symptoms and shit so I'm like I was talking to this, the doctor and I'm like hey I just want to get this bump looked at. I want to make sure I don't have syphilis. <laughs> she immediately laughs. She's like, she laughs. She's like, you, you don't have syphilis. And I was like, well, you haven't seen my bump yet. And then I, I showed her my bump and she was like, okay, that's just an ingrown. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. She's like, hey, and by the way, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> There's so many things that dot. So I have, I have a few friends who became uh, physicians, right? Like friends I grew up with. Yeah. And I always like asking questions about like job professions that I'll never do because I, I want to know the insight because we all, we can only see things from an outside perspective. So mm. like a lot of doctors, what I found out what they have to deal with a lot, which is like the most annoying thing for them is that I guess like people in America, it's, it's like acute to people here, uh, acute to people here is that they want medication for everything, mm. right? They think that everything's going to fix to medication. Mm. So one of the things that uh, a few of my friends were doctors and they've all said the same thing and I've asked them is like, what is the most annoying thing that you have to deal with as a family doctor or a general physician or whatever? is that people always come in thinking that they know better than a doctor, uh, right? So they'll go, oh, this is what this is. He goes, that's not what I Googled. And they're like, oh. How annoying. <laughs> okay, then why are you here? Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, why, why are you here? And so they'll figure out what the actual problem is. They go, this is most likely what it is. They figure out that's what it is. They go, got it. They don't do anything that they're supposed to do. Mm. They come back and they go, I'm not fixed. Mm. And they go, okay, well, did you do what I asked? Let me give you a great story. So this guy. He tapped your shoulder. Yeah, he tapped my shoulder. And he said, all right, okay, all right, all right. So somebody blew in your butthole when you were a little kid <laughs> and it made your head blow up. <laughs> there was a person who had to get sutures. They had to get an operation for something, but this person's really, really big. So I didn't know this. Like, I guess if you go for certain surgeries, there certain things have to be in line even for you to get the operation, right? Okay. Like if you're super unhealthy or you're really, really overweight, there are complications that will happen because of your weight. Well, this person, he found out, he's like, have you been checked for diabetes, mm. right? Because we're checking the blood. She goes, you, you have diabetes. So before we even do this operation, make sure that you take your meds or whatever, whatnot, and make sure everything's good. But we have to get this done now because it's important. So he goes, as long as you start taking your medication after, it should be fine. If you don't, your sutures are going to burst open again. Oh, shit. So do the operation, come back. They're like, message is like, hey, I don't know. You fucked up on my operation. My sutures opened. <laughs> and they go, he comes back, checks the blood sugar levels. He goes, you haven't been taking your medication. He goes, no, I haven't. And, and they're mad at him. How annoying. He, he's like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, I literally told you what the fuck would happen. Seriously. Yeah. Go, comes back again. Fucking sutures open up again. Comes back in. What happened? Have you been taking He goes, yes, I have. He goes, Let, do you have your medication on you? He goes, looks like you at most probably taken a couple of pills. Right. So did you take your medication? He goes, probably not. <laughs> it's like, dude, how fucking annoying is that? And he's like, what are you going to do? Eat too. Because I feel like that's like a lot of Asian parents. Like mm. they, they always you know, tell us to go to the doctor, but they never go themselves. Mm -hmm. They don't ever fix their shit. That's facts, bro. That's facts. I have a, a doctor homegirl, right? It's so funny. As you were talking, it reminded me of her because, um, you know, I knew her when she was going to med school, going through med school. So like, you know, they study so much and then they, so when they finish their tests, they fucking party hard, right? So I remember one time we were at UCLA walking around, just bar hopping, whatever. And she had just taken this 
crazy test where she had to memorize like how all these fucking nerves connected or some shit like that. So mind you, she's fucked up. She's drunk. We're walking through the street and she's doing shit like this. Like we're so drunk and she's like, like slurring drunk. She's like, did you know that the hypodolomus connects to the conosomalus inside your neck and then it makes the conosomalus connect to the blah, 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 blah. She's naming like all these fucking technical. <laughs> you know, your femoral artery, once it pumps and dilates, it's going <laughs> to. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We're just crying. We're like, we're like, all right, all right, all right. Let's get another drink. <laughs> There's the person that I call it. It's called, she's the one that got away, dude. <laughs> You're not allowed to talk about that. Yes, David. I can. All right. All right. Because I don't love her. All right. I literally met this girl once. Ah, okay. Oh, okay. I have one of those too. I've talked about her. Yeah, it's before Mariel, but oh, mine, mine was the one in the van store. Just in case you're wondering. Okay. And we're gonna talk about David's right after this break. Hey, y'all! It's Tim and David. And if you want to listen to Dudes Behind the Foods without ads, now you can. Just go to dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com. Thanks. So there was this girl. I was at a bar with a friend of mine. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and I don't know who this person is, right? And I'm single at this time, just chilling, whatever, whatnot. We're having a good time, whatever, whatnot. And I guess she was like hanging out with us too, but I didn't really notice her, uh-huh. right? But she got really fucking drunk. And then she came up behind me and then she kind of wrapped her arm around my arm. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, who's this? And she goes, oh, I'm sorry. Like, she goes, oh, I thought you were somebody I knew. I was like, oh, I'm not. I was like, but it's nice meeting you, whatever, and whatever when I was chopping up. I was drunk and I was talking to my hand with my friends and I eventually left. It was like a few days later, I was like, the girl was hitting on me. Probably. <laughs> and I was like, how come I didn't fucking connect the two? I was so smashed. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then lo- behold, like a year, year later, right? My mm. buddy goes, he goes, hey, how come, how come you didn't like try to hook up with that girl? I was like, what girl? Mm. It was like, that was my friend at the bar. Like she's, she's like in med school with me. She thought you were really like funny and like she wanted to, I was like, hold on. Don't, are you talking about that cute ass girl that put her <laughs> arm on me? He goes, yeah. You're like, you didn't, you didn't, you know, you fumbled the bag. Like she literally did that as like a cute way to kind of get close to you. And I'm like, why the fuck didn't you tell me while it was happening? Yeah. He cock blocked you without cock blocking. You fucking idiot. Why didn't you tell? Cause he talked, he was talking to her. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, just go up." Like he th- he know he thinks you're cute. Yeah. Why? Like if you guys were all at the bar that night. Exactly. <laughs> because you were meant to marry Mariel. That's why. Oh no, it doesn't matter now. I'm I'm with the love of my life. But I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's super annoying of him. Like I like to this day, I'm I get irritated at it. I'm <laughs> like, I mean, we wouldn't have gotten married or whatever. But yeah. it's like still, that could have been something fun. And you knew <laughs> you talked to her. Why didn't you say something, man? She's a doctor. <laughs> She's a doctor. 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 Well, David, so maybe that's a lesson for you to realize when a pretty girl comes and hugs you, say a funny joke so you can penetrate her vagina. Oh, I really should. I mean, we were joking around the whole night, too, and we're, but I just never did anything after. Oh, well, then it's on you, idiot. Yeah, but I was so drunk. He should have told me. If he would have told me, I'd have been like, oh. 
Let me get your number. Yeah, I was like, hey, let's let's go fucking get dinner or whatever, or something sometime. <sighs> hey, let me tell you something, lady. I love you. Damn. <laughs> just kidding. It happens, man. It happens, dude. There's those moments where you just fumble the bag because you don't. I'm not like you, Tim. I don't have this fucking overflowing abundance of never getting dumped. You know, just, just but I have regrets too, David. So I have stories where I look back and I'm like, God, I died, fumbled the bag as well. Yeah. You know, I've been there. <sighs> You know, speaking of like uh, being flirty or whatever, you sent me that video of me drunk or like speaking tired of the waitress. I'm like, oh, I look like I'm flirting. <laughs> but then, I mean, if you're flirting, you're flirting to everybody then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how you're talking to the guys. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize my uh, Thai chit-chatty face was so like, because, you know, like he sent me a video and I'm, I'm like, I'm speaking Thai. I'm like, yeah, I'm very like eyebrow-y. I didn't realize I was so eyebrow-y when I talk. Um, and now I think I understand why my first girlfriend, Tina Park, was mad at me freshman year because she used to say that when I'm talking to people, I'm flirting with people. I look flirty. I'm like, I'm just talking. That's how you talk, though. <laughs> huh. Well. It's just in your tie loins, dude. See, I guess. You have the riz. <laughs> you have the riz. I guess I'm just a rizzy boy, you know, just rizzy, just rizzy by nature. The moment you spoke tie, they lit up like a Christmas tree, oh. dude. I knew they would. They all do. They were so shocked. They're like, what? <laughs> yep. Couple time. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that sounded so good. Yeah. Um, they also, I mean, I think I always kind of catch them by surprise too because um, I guess I don't look Thai unless you know I'm Thai. Mm. Like people always assume I'm like Filipino or whatever. So when I start speaking Thai to them, they're like, oh. Vanilla. <laughs> they're like, I thought you were a vanilla. <laughs> I thought you were from Manila. Manila. <laughs> Stupid. Hi, <laughs> at AJ Raphael. Oh my God. <laughs> I uh, sent him the clip of the podcast where we're talking about, I forget what we're saying, but something about his foreskin of his, like, of his dick. <laughs> we made some random joke where we're talking about, oh yeah, yeah, and then uh, AJ Raphael's foreskin with a ukulele. I forget the exact <laughs> joke, but then I sent it to him. That's so funny, dude. And he um, cried. And he cried and he said, I'm never talking to you guys again. I had something I wanted to tell you um, that I wrote down because, you know, I don't know if you know this, but I have ADHD. So um, I write a lot of things. Oh, oh I, I do know this. I, I write a lot of things down now, okay? Vanilla. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh yes. Oh, oh. Yes. Oh, oh. Oh, fucking tonal language is hard, man. So, oh, oh. you want to you wanna hear some, some tonal Thai shit? Yeah. Which one is it? Um, here's a good one. There was one on TikTok that I saved because I wanted to react to it and like and talk about it. But um, here's one that I always tell people for an example. So if you say ma, ma means come here. Mm -hmm. If you say ma, that's a dog. If you say ma, that's a horse. Um, Can I just say something? What? And I hope Thai people aren't offended by this. <laughs> The fucking laziest motherfuckers <laughs> on earth. Or yeah, facts. That's the laziest. That's just Let's like, say the most we can with using one, the one least word. the least amount of words. That's tight. Um, That's fucking dope. And there's another one. Let's see. I mean, the one I always tell people as an example is uh, kai 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 kai, mm -hmm. which is who sells chicken eggs. Oh. Kai 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 kai. That is hella hard, dude. <laughs> That is fucking difficult. Speaking of hard, like difficult, um, yak means difficult, and yak is a like warrior. Uh, 
Yak, yak! <laughs> yak, yak! <laughs> What's that? Very difficult warrior. <laughs> yak, yak! Um, I was going to bring this up. Um, I told my homegirl I was going to bring this up, and she's so embarrassed by it, so I told her I wouldn't say her name. But there's a, a foodie influencer I know, and years ago, she was trying to be so woke on Twitter. She's so embarrassed about it now because I brought it up. But um, some, do- some guy tweeted. He was like, yo, um, you know, why do Asian people use chopsticks? It's like they're way less convenient than like like a spoon and a fork. You know, he's like chopsticks are way harder to use. And then so she went on this fucking rant, went in on this guy about how like culture and like people come from like different, like people are broke and they blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, I meant, I'm not being just, I'm just saying like, Spoons are easier. Yeah. yeah, spoons are easier than chopsticks. She's like, no, it's, it goes deeper than that. I forget exactly what she said, but she's going back and forth with this guy, making it a whole thing, right? And I was like, and I think I DM'd her later. I'm like, remember I when mean, you did this? No, no, that day I was like, well, he's he's kind of speaking fast, you know? Yeah, you know, it's fucking hard using chopsticks. Yeah, especially when you're trying to get the last bit of rice. Oh hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the years later, I DM'd her. I'm like. Hey, remember you all being woke with that dude about his chopsticks when he was like totally right? She was like, oh my God, I was 19. <laughs> but that makes sense with her age now. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah, yeah. Because like I was thinking this the other day where like young people, because I was very much like that too, where we, we just get caught up in our emotions so much. Mm. Everything upsets us for, <clears throat> for fucking no fucking reason, right? Yeah. Even if logically she probably knew at the time, like, yeah, it makes sense, but he's not allowed to say that. Mm -hmm. It's one of those type of things, right? Mm -hmm. But look, chopsticks were hard for me when I was a young kid too, Mm -hmm. right? Just because you're Asian doesn't mean it's not a difficult thing to fucking use. Mm -hmm. Like when I see Asian people eat rice with chopsticks, I'm like, damn, dude. Uh, Like specifically Southeast Asian type of rice, like jasmine rice, Mm -hmm. because it just falls apart. Yeah, I mean like, like, yeah, I'm I'm great at it now. It's like, (laughs) damn, it's so hard. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's not easy. So I don't understand, man. My motherfuckers just be getting mad all the time. And I think the, the the age has a lot to do with it. When you start getting to that point of your life where you feel like, I'm smart and the world needs to know that I'm smart. Yes, that's You want to find every reason to fucking pronounce to the world the things you know and your thoughts and opinions and shit. And then when you get older, you're like, what the fuck for? Who cares? I honestly don't care. Yeah. And then, you know, like platforms like Twitter kind of made it worse, right? Where yeah. they... They kind of use Twitter as like an, uh, like, what do you call that shit? Um, what do you, what things echo back at you? Like, oh, an echo chamber. An echo chamber, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they want to put something out that'll get the most reciprocity, the most amount of tweets and likes, just so they could feel good about their shit. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? The more people agree, the more they're like, yes, I am a profound person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. think it's going to change their fucking lives or whatever <laughs> the fuck that it is. And then literally, it's like nobody really fucking cares. It's just the hot thing to do. Like when the whole Elon Musk thing. How many, how many people did I know that was tweeting about Elon Musk? Like... You never tweet, and now you know that it's going to get you retweets and likes. You're just <laughs> tweeting about Elon. Like, who the fuck cares, man? Is that what people were doing? Yeah, it was like the hottest thing. It's like, how many different jokes can I make about Elon mm. Musk? As if this billionaire gives a fuck. Man, I get so annoyed by people that tweet just to, just for numbers, like just to go viral like that. Um, I kind of make it a point to tweet very not relatable things. <laughs> like, I try to get as unrelatable as I can. Like, I do a lot of like, uh, man... Like, uh, don't you hate when you're like, uh, you're eating spaghetti and then you got to poo, but your spaghetti's going to get cold. <laughs> the, the interesting thing is, is like, uh, I was hanging out with a friend of mine who's in the more Hollywood industry type of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of picking my brain about, 
uh, influencer stuff. Ooh, sriracha aioli on this burrito. I'm sorry. Thank oh, I, ha- I had the special sauce with the burrito. Fire. Ridiculous. Okay, continue. But she was she was asking me questions about, you know, young influencers or whatever. And because she went to an event and in her mind, because she's like, she's not an actor or an actress, but she's on like the production side of things. Mm. In her mind, her view of like these young influencers is like, oh, these kids are just like raking in money. Mm. I'm like, well, like with any industry too, that's like the top like 1%. Mm. And everybody else either can make a decent living or they're just barely getting by. She goes, yeah, I was shocked. Like I looked at these kids' numbers and, <clears throat> you know, I had to work this event, but I looked at these kids' numbers and they had millions of views, but these kids are poor. Oh no, especially TikTokers, dog. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, they're fucking poor. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, and I had explained to her, most of these guys won't be around after two years, mm. right? And that's not a hater thing. It's just they're doing it for the clout, right? And the numbers and, 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 and uh, yeah, 100%. The yeah. clout and the followers and all that. Yeah, and if you don't evolve, people are going to get tired of your shit. And if you have nothing to offer, right? So like some of these kids too, like, so years ago there was these, uh, young YouTubers when they're really famous now. Right. But I did a college show Mm -hmm. and I was doing this show and they were there too. And their numbers way better than mine, Mm -hmm. like ridiculous amount of numbers. And then we were at this event and they came up to me. I didn't know who they were. And I looked them up. I was like, dude, you guys are fucking popping, dude. Mm -hmm. Like you're crazy views. Mm -hmm. And then as we were walking around, people were coming up, asking for pictures. I did the show and they did the show too. And they're like, yeah, nobody knew who we were. I was like, well, of course they don't know who you are. They're like, why? I'm like, look at your content. Right. You're at a show with adults. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck about your content. They don't give a fuck about you. I was like, if, if this was a show full of eight years old, eight year olds, yeah, <laughs> nobody would know who the fuck I am, but they would know you. Right. And so they didn't understand that. And I think after that, they started changing their brand a little bit. Really? A little bit. Mm. And, you know, it. I think what they found out was that it crushed some of their views, but their interaction with their fan base was stronger. Mm. You know, so you have to make those like specific moves. Because we've been doing this for a long time. I have a super similar story where um, I was in Orlando for Playlist Live. And um, a bunch of similar age YouTubers and I went out to these little, this like strip of bars and went bar hopping in Orlando. And a lot of the people I was out with significantly higher numbers than me. All right. Especially now at this current juncture in my YouTube years. Right. And um, these guys were very used to being the shit. At like YouTube conventions yeah, with yeah, younger yeah. demographics, right? Eight-year-olds, seven-year-olds. Young people, right? So we're in line. We're in line to get into this bar, long-ass line. It's like a group of us. And security guard recognized me. He's like, oh, shit, Tim. He's like, you trying to get in? Like, let me get y'all in. We're like, oh, like, sure. And the guys, the guys that are kind of like the, with me, they knew I was, you know, uh, like a YouTuber with some numbers. But I don't think they were familiar with like my content and my fan base and shit like that, they're kind of like, oh, they're looking a little like, oh shit, okay, good job, Tim, right, whatever, whatever. It's like, you little bitches stay out. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? So we get into the bar, right? And it's packed. It's fucking so packed where everyone's in line trying to get a drink. Like the bar's crowded. The owner of the club comes out. He's a fan of my shit. He's like, yo, here's my card. This is my club. The other club next door is my club. Let me get y'all some drinks. Get shots for everybody in my group. They're like, what the fuck? They're so confused because no one knows who they are yeah. in the 21 and over club. It's like, I have millions of views on TikTok. Right. Like, and, and no one knew, right? And then at one point, bro, the, bar, the owner's like, you want to pour some shots? I'm like, all right. Takes me behind the bar. I'm pouring drinks for everybody. And the guys I'm with, they're like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is this? I think that's like the hard thing for some of these kids to grasp. It's like, listen, I... 
do what you do. It's fucking dope, right? But understand, like, this is not me being cocky. It's like, I made different moves than you. Ooh. Like, like I'll, t- I'll tell it to you like this. I think one of the things that I'm really proud of, like, the thing that, that I've done and you've done is that during the time when we were creating content, it was not cool to be Asian. Mm. It was not. Right. Like the amount of shitty fucking comments that we got. Mm-hmm. Oh, why are you trying to be too Mexican, too black or whatever? <laughs> fucking Asian people, this and that. Yeah. We had to say things and do things despite. But uh, now it's the cool shit. Now mm. K-pop's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Anime is everywhere. So it's easier for you, right? You're not going against any type of tie. You're going with the current trend. Mm-hmm. We had to create the fucking trend, mm-hmm. which was really difficult. And I think like those people who grew up with us, they appreciate it a lot. Mm-hmm. So when we walk into these like clubs, these restaurants or whatever, they understand that the impact that we made in their lives. It's like, did- it's either Asian people that appreciate the impact, giving them something to fucking relate to, or it's the people that were like, I never seen Asian motherfuckers doing shit like this before. <laughs> exactly. It was just, and it was like stuff that they never got to see and the stuff that they wanted to do, mm-hmm. right? Whether it was us being opinionated, loud, or just kind of doing things outside of what normal people thought that we would do. Mm-hmm. And so like the impact that we made with the, that generation, they grew up, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think like the hard part for them, like when I was having a conversation with them, it was like, listen, like I'm not shitting on you, right? But the content that you make, it's forgettable. Mm-hmm. Like, when you make your content, they, they, they go, cool, they scroll it. Mm-hmm. They scroll, scroll, scroll. So that's why when you walk in the middle of a crowd, they're not really noticing who you are. Yeah. Right? Like your fan base is not returning fan base. It's based on the algorithm. Mm-hmm. Our fan base is returning. They so, go out of their way to return because yeah. they fuck with us as people. Exactly. I remember I did this like genius brain like show, right? It, it was a decent turnout. It was 300 people, mm. right? But I, I forget how much 300 people is to do like a stand-up type of show. Mm. So I was telling my buddies, I was like, yeah, I was like fucking small. Like the venue I booked was, it was a lot bigger than I thought it was. I thought it was the House of Blues in like the other place, but it was the one in Long Beach, which was gigantic. Mm. They're like, oh, how many people showed? It was like 350. They're like, dude, that's a fucking big show. Mm. I'm like, oh, is it? They're like, dude, we'd be lucky if we get like 50 people, 70 mm. people. And you were thrown off because you had saw all these empty seats or what? Exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. like the whole center part was filled, but the I didn't realize it was a stadium for concerts. Right. You know? So I was like, oh, like, that's kind of cool. Like, we don't we don't ever think about, like, the reach that we had over fucking time. And we've been on this space for a fucking long time. We should have fuck have, dog. Shit. 2006, when did you start making YouTube videos? Shit. When I was, I mean, way later than that. I was I was a little late. Mm. Yeah, but because I think you, Bart, Joe, like, you guys were, like, the 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 original, original originals. Yeah. And I popped up, like, three or four years after that. Oh, what a poser. I didn't know about YouTube. <laughs> all right? I didn't fucking know about it. All right? I saw this video of Shane Dawson, and I was like, God, he's not funny. I could do it better. <laughs> and then I just did my own thing. I had no idea. And look at that. And then fucking, what, 12, 15 years later, we're still on this space. I know. Which blows my mind. I know. And we had, I had to tell, like, certain influencers, too, who get super sad about their views and their numbers. They're like, oh, like, these people don't care about what, I was like, listen, you've had a career for over a decade mm-hmm. and you made good money. You own a house. You have all this stuff mm-hmm. and you're complaining about what? You know what I'm saying? Like most people don't get to live in entertainment for past a decade. Man, you know what? Let's talk about this too, doc. I forgot I wanted to talk about this. <clears throat> um, Like two weeks ago, there were like three different influencer homies of mine that were coming to me for advice because they were just depressed. And, like, guys with, like, either equal numbers to me or more numbers than me, right? Like, we're like, yo, one guy was like, yo, man, honestly, I want to quit everything and just, like, how would I, how do you think I should make money if I just stopped uploading content? And another dude, yeah, another dude who had posted and he's like, he posted on his feed, he's like, you know what, honestly, I want to quit all this shit. It's not like what you guys think, like, 
Um, the money's not like what you think. Um, people pretend to be happy on social media. It's not what it appears. Like I'm ready to just, just delete all my accounts. I commented on his shit and I was like, bro, honestly, man, like here's where people fuck up. I feel in our industry, right? They get into that thought process of they need to constantly create all the time. And if they don't pump out content, the algorithm's going to like forget about them and the people are going to forget about them, right? So and then you start to feel like you got to crank something out all the time. You got you get on the schedule cranking out content and then you start to forget why you started making content. Like it's not fun anymore, but you're like, I got to do this shit. Algorithm, I got to make the money or I can't pay bills. You know what I'm saying? And then you start just cranking out bullshit you hate mm -hmm. <laughs> and then you fucking, you don't feel fulfilled at all as a creative person. And then what starts happening is they're making their money, so they think this is good. So they're buying shit, but then they have all these things. They got the new car. They're fucking renting a house in the hills for like way too much money. And they're still fucking depressed yeah, because they're not happy with themselves and what they're doing. So then they start to get sad because they're like, what am I doing? I have all this money. I have all these views, but I still feel empty inside. And I told this fool, I'm like, hey, look, man. Shut up. Well, kind of. Yeah. I was like, dog. Um... Take a break because fuck these kids. Fuck the algorithm. You know what I'm saying? Take a break to like balance everything. Take a deep breath. Remind yourself of why you even started making content. You like making people laugh. You like making people happy. Do that shit. You know what yeah, I'm saying? And, and, and like the, the idea too is like, okay, so you're in a slump. I'm going to delete everything. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Like here's here's the thing too. Like I give out advice very differently, right? <laughs> um, and I say, like I don't know this person, right? But if you ever get to listen to this. Shut your dumb ass up. It is, it is harder to be grateful for the things that you have and it's easier to look at everything you don't have. The idea that you got to make a living doing what you love mm -hmm. is a passion that a lot of people don't get to have. Mm -hmm. Most people get to just work their days and, then they, and their weekends they have their free time. Mm -hmm. You get to do everything you want. And you have people that are supporting you, maybe not in the way that you thought it was supposed to be, but listen, nobody gets to stay on top forever for the rest of their life, mm -hmm. right? And if you would make poor financial choices, that's your fault. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody tell you get the fucking house in the hills, the bed. Nobody told you that shit, right? Mm -hmm. Look at me. I don't spend my money at all, yeah. <laughs> except for in my business ventures, right? Because yeah. at the end of the day, I want to be able to create the things that I want to create, mm -hmm. right? So look, if the, if the check doesn't come in anymore, guess what? I built all these businesses. So I'll still create the same content because I love creating content. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we get to wake up and we're grateful. We're just happy. And we'll say, talk more about this after the break. Yeah, man. Um, and that was like, I kind of had to remind him of that too. I'm like, look, I know you're feeling fucking. It's valid. I get it. You know, you're, yeah, you're, you're feeling sad. You're feeling unfulfilled, but look what we get to do for a job. It's yeah. a blessing. And I was like, I, I've, I've definitely gone through that too. And I'm not shitting on him or anybody else because I feel that same way too. But then I always look back and say, look, if I wasn't doing this, what the fuck would I be doing? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I would vying for a spot doing stand-up every fucking night. Maybe I would have blown up. Who knows, right? But there are things that I was able to do. I got to open up a fucking matcha franchise, probably the biggest matcha franchise in the United States, right? Damn! <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we're hopefully going to open up 10 stores this year. Lit. Which is fucking nuts. I just opened up a store in Hawaii. I have a clothing brand. I have all these other type of things. I got a fucking podcast where I'm drinking and eating with, with my buddy. Look at that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I got my other podcast too, which is not as fun as this one. <laughs> well, yeah, of course not. <laughs> But when I could, when I like to count these blessings, all this other stuff that I feel doesn't feel as bad. Mm -hmm. It's just like, oh, this is just temporary. And that's the thing too. It's like, you really have to take a second. And I tell people this all the time. You really have to take a second to count your blessings, man. Because, you know, you get into this whole fucking hamster wheel of feeling like you constantly have to work and elevate all the time and grind. And I get that. And I I feel like I do owe a lot of my success to constantly grinding. But at the same time, man, I really value and make sure and prioritize where I have those moments where I take a step back and I'm like, all right, bro, pat yourself on the back. You fucking, you've done good shit, you know? And like, take a second to realize why you work so hard, you know? Put the fucking phone down, stop editing TikTok and play with your baby, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Make sure you're present and and really balance this shit out, you know? Yeah, like I've had these moments too where, you know, and I, I talked about this on uh, this, this upcoming podcast that's going to come out. It's going to be out before this one. But like I've had these moments where I looked at my bank account. It wasn't as thick as it was before, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't because I'm not making as much money. I just invested my money into a lot of things, yeah. right? And those are those moments when you grow up poor, you get a little scared. Yeah. <laughs> like, like your bank account's a little slim. It's like, I think about, okay, what if my parents get sick right now? Do I have enough to cover their fucking hospital bills? Mm-hmm. What if Mariel gets hurt? What if all this other shit happens? What if I get hurt? What if you okay, can Well, you're going to be fine. Trust me. <laughs> 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 so, you know, I think about a lot of these things. And then at the same time, I go, wait. The amount of money that I have now is more than I had before. And even if it's like, I, I can get by, I can figure this out, right? Because um, that dark place is so easy to get into. Mm. That's why sometimes like I hear like influencers say this, they go, oh my God, dude, I, my job is so hard. I'm like, I don't think you understand what a majority of the people do for <laughs> for living out in this world. Right, right. Like, yeah, uh, not to say that you don't have tough times, not to say that you're not going through your own shit, mm-hmm. but when you try to sit there and you try to compare your life to other people who are doing really hard work, mm-hmm. you sound like a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> know your crowd too. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you said that to me, we're in the same yeah. field. I get you. If you say that to a bunch of fucking construction workers. <laughs> yeah. Say that to a doctor, a lawyer, like these people or like anybody who's working any job, right? Yeah. Outside of just, you know, okay, let's be real. Like I have homegirls, like your job is to sit there and you take selfies, you know? Um, and do you know how hard it is? <laughs> which, look, I understand okay. getting the right lighting, okay, editing and stuff. Say. Okay, you know, I get it. You know what I mean? It's this difficult. Guy, this in- fucking guy. Doesn't get it. These women. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Men or women who are doing like this modeling stuff where you're just literally taking selfies every day and then you get a brand deal for like $40,000, right? To say that it's difficult (laughs) is a a stretch. And then you have to do like this one press thing, right? And then you go, it was such a hard day. Know your crowd, Mm -hmm. right? Say that to somebody in your realm. But you're talking about somebody who's working 40 hours a week and then you go, oh, my life is hard. And you make five times the amount they make. Mm Mm-hmm. And the majority of the time you're sitting on your ass, you're waking up at 12 p.m., doing your skincare routine, getting your shit at Republique, getting your brunch there, (laughs) (laughs) Republique, you know what I mean? Like, you know, know know your fucking audience a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Read the room. Come on, people. I respect it, though. Do you? No. (laughs) Didn't think so. This man's a hypocrite. I'm a hippo right now. (laughs) Oh, David. So I, uh, you know. This sauce, though, huh? Oh, it's great. It's so good. Um, I, uh, and I, you know, I thank God that 
I started having kids because my engagement was going down on Instagram and I just needed to get those numbers back up so we could get those brand deals. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad we're having another one because, you know, as beautiful and funny as Veda is, you know, not bringing in the numbers like it used to <laughs> as that first year. You Dude, know? I yelled at her the other day for that. <laughs> I was like, be cuter. All right. Say some cuss words that you're not supposed to or something. We need to go viral. Yeah. Fuck people. Uh, there you go. Veda, you want, you, do you want braces or not? Okay. Because one day you're going to need them and we got to go viral. Did or you have else... braces? I had braces for two and a half years. Yeah. Oh. Did you? Never had braces. Really? Never so braces. I had braces for two and a half years. Chia also had braces, right? So people are always like, they see me and Chia's perfect smiles and they're like, oh, baby girl's going to have the perfect teeth. I'm mm -hmm. like, well, here's where you're wrong. Yeah. I had braces. Chia had braces. Baby girl's going to have fucked up teeth. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to look like a hyena. Ah. Uh, it's okay. They got Invisalign now, so you don't even need the actual braces. Oh, I needed braces, dog. I fucking, my, one of my adult teeth was like back here. I had to get literally five teeth removed to get my braces in to make room for all the moving of the teeth. Why you got so much teeth, dog? It, it wasn't so much that it was a lot of teeth. They were just on top of each other everywhere. I had like, so I got two teeth removed up here, two teeth removed down here, a fucking baby tooth that was just like hanging out, like chilling on the side. Oh, and um, Vader's going to look like a monster. Oh, an adorable monster. You know how like those little like uh, cute uh -huh, girls in Japan, they always have wonky teeth. Can I tell you something, though? <laughs> I love Vader so much. I know. Like I hadn't seen Veda in months, right? And baby girl's memory is pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause I was, I thought she was gonna treat me like how she treats your mom. <laughs> you know what I mean, Vader. <laughs> but lo and behold, baby girl remembers me. You know, she's still super comfortable. I was like, oh, she did this thing that fuck. I was like, now I know why you can't say no. I don't think I could say no to her. It's impossible. Like she was, she had me running around the fucking living room. Yeah. Till I was breathing heavy. Cause I, <laughs> I could not say no. Mm -hmm. Impossible. She did this thing where she came up to me and then she was tired from running. So she grabbed my, my calf cause I was sitting cross-legged <laughs> and she rested her head on it. And then I was like, you know what? Just take my credit card at this point. Cause I can't do it. I literally, I can't do it. And now that she's beginning to talk a little bit, dog. Oh, next level, bro. Like I'll, you know, she'll like, she'll point at like whatever, like a little snack, snack. I'll hold, I'll bring it down for her and she'll go, thank you, daddy. Oh, DC, this is done. <laughs> thank you, daddy. It's pretty much done, dude. Yeah. Can't say, can't, I can't do it. And by the way, too, she, I know he made it sound like she's like on the iPad all the time. She really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's running around, having fun. She yeah. likes interacting with people. Mm -hmm. I thought she was like glued to that thing. Nah. No, 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 she's not. She's fine, man. Yeah, she's, she's getting so smart and so big. She is so loving. I know. That's the part. And then when she, asks she wants something from you, she just hold, gets her whole hand and grabs your whole little index finger and it makes me just die, dude. Bro, the other day, I, oh. I, dog, I was like, I had my head down on something. Oh, I had my hair. I just washed my hair, dried it, so it was all floofy and like just up and out. And I was kind of laying there and she went to my floofy hair and then she like rested her head on my head and was there. I was like, oh, thanks, baby. And then she like told, she was like, up. She goes, up, daddy. So I picked up my head a little bit and she fucking kissed me on the mouth twice and then just walked away. Flash forward 13 years from now. <laughs> Get out of my room! I hate him! I hate him! I love him! I love, I love 
tiger quad and I don't care what oh you my say. Gosh. Hey, you stupid little bitch. All right. I remember when I had my floofy hair out, you lifted my chin and you kissed me on the lips. And now you're just sucking dick. Huh? Oh my God. <laughs> you piece of shit. You stay away from that tiger quad. I swear to God. Yeah. He's fucking drooling all the time all over the place. And he smells like sticky gum. Yeah. And he smells like Barbell Brigade. <laughs> I love that fucking kid too, man. Tyka's one of those kids, man, that I know you guys get to see like little little clips of him in these like videos. He's nuts. He's as crazy as it is. But damn, that kid is so fucking loving, dude. Yeah. Hugs and kisses and just wants to be around you. He's just such a sweet, sweet ass boy, dude. Tyka's always been my few interactions with Tyka. He's always like just he's very just a kind boy. And he loves smiling and laughing. And mm. that's just like, fuck, man, this is this kid is just a sweet ass kid, man. Oh, kids, <sighs> bro, you got to catch up, man. I'm not going to start busting nuts, man. Do it, dog. He's going to do it without her consent. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. She'd kill me. She'd literally slice my throat. <laughs> uh, if you bust it in her? Yeah, she'd literally kill me. Well, on that note, guys, <laughs> thank you for watching another episode of Dudes Behind the Foods. Um, I hope that you guys can bust inside each other with consent. And uh, be positive out there, man. Shit gets rough a little bit. Count your blessings. Things are brighter on the other side. The grass is greener on the other place of the place. Yes. You know, the grass is greener where you water it, you know? Yes. So um, hopefully you can take a second to count your blessings. Realize that things aren't as bad as they seem. And it's going to get better. Yes. All it's right. always going to get better. So bus nuts. Count your blessings, eat your souvlaki, and uh, have a great day. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. Um, I'm Tim Chantarangsi. And I'm David So. Goodbye. Yo, it's the dudes behind the food. Dude, 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 dude.